yet another week, yet another episode. Welcome to Faces of Silver, the podcast. I am Ben Winkler, photographer, connoisseur of life, and hopefully lifelong curious being. Each week, we are trying to bring you an interesting guest with uh, inspire an inspiring message and a nugget of wisdom or something to ponder over for the coming week. So I hope you uh, will join us again next week. Every week we are streaming uh, a new episode, Fridays, 10 a.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time. And with this, let's get started. And here is today's quote, one of my cherished reviews that I really enjoy and that, that keep me going and uh, help me do what I do better uh, with the help of your feedback. This one is from Louise Pendry. She says, I had the pleasure of taking part in a photo shoot with Ben last year with a couple of my friends. Fair to say we were all apprehensive about it beforehand, but at the same time we shared the same vision with Ben. That women are beautiful at any age, even though they are browbeaten into feeling that aging and beauty are somehow incompatible. Even though perhaps we have stopped believing it. And in the end we all had a terrific time. Ben works hard to make his subjects comfortable and truly brings out the best in them. His attention to detail and gentle direction ensured we all got some amazing shots and we spent big chunks of our time laughing and just having fun. A truly memorable day. It was not what I had expected. Ben is a master at his craft, utterly professional and focused, yet at the same time attentive and receptive to our uh, suggestions. It felt like a collaboration, something we created together. And the shots he took of all of us were incredible. If you seek affirmation that you are more than okay, or you already know that you are and simply want to celebrate that, I recommend Ben uh, to you. Thank you, Ben. Well, thank you, Luis. With these reviews, I really cherish those. Those are my feedback. Those uh, make me fine-tune my work and, and really keep me going. And, uh, and uh, it just affirms of, of what I'm thinking and that, that, uh, that you appreciate what uh, I see. Thank you so much. Thank you, Luis. Today I will be talking to Rebecca Reeve-Smith. She is one of the co-founders of Goldie Magazine UK, a recent magazine that just published its first episode. Um, it is available around the world. They ship around the world. Uh, I believe it's already sold out. That's how successful that first ep uh, issue was. Um, it's on newsstands in the UK. Uh, I want to hear from her today how this whole idea came about, um, what uh, they are writing about, what the content is for all of us who haven't seen a copy yet. I want to know what's in the current issue, what uh, their future vision is and where this magazine is going. And with all those reviews, I can't wait to bring her on. So let's get started. And here we are. Hi. Here we are, Rebecca. Finally, it is working. Good morning. 
Uh, good morning. Good, uh, good from a very good evening for you. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's a, a beautiful sunny evening in London. Uh, and it is a beautiful sunny blue sky morning in California. How about that? We are we yeah. are the best of possible positions. Um, Absolutely. I would like to. I'm. I've done a little in you before already but i'd still like to bring you on and introduce you once again here for our listeners um Hi. today we are talking about goldie magazine um i'm talking to uh, rebecca with smith in london are you in london i am in london yeah and uh you guys just started a magazine called goldie magazine um, I hear raving reviews everywhere. I see reposts. I see the cover reposted, little selfies. People are loving it. Um, what is your magazine about? How did the, the, the idea come about? Can, can you tell us a little bit about the start? How did this get started? Yeah, yeah, sure. First of all, thank you for, for that. Because, yeah, we have been getting fabulous feedback and it really has been lovely. Um, so the magazine is is aimed at those of us in life who are over 40 but aren't really interested in pension plans necessarily or um or cruise cruises or the kind of magazines that are aimed certainly in the uk at our generation so we, I got, yes we have the same thing here we have a yeah. we have a movement or an organization called AARP and it's it's largely geared towards the towards the same issues there and yeah that's why I'm looking forward to to getting an issue but apparently your issues are sold out I wanted to see what's different people say it is different yeah it, it's different I mean we're 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 very positive about mm -hmm. the the situations that we're in in life you know we're not avoiding topics that in fact, we've got some quite serious articles in the magazine to do with with death and to do with depression. However, we're looking at them from a position that says, you know, this is something we can't avoid. Let's talk about these issues. Let's not pretend they don't exist. Um, so, yes, it, it's not all lighthearted fashion and and, um, you know, lifestyle stuff. But there's a lot of that in there, too. Very good. So you're talking substance and you're touching topics that you usually yeah. not touched upon. We Excellent. are. And one, you know, one of very interesting feedback we've had from the magazine is that people were very surprised that it was a really substantial read and that it's been something that people have been reading almost more like a book than a magazine. And I think that's really interesting because, you know, we get so much content digitally but it's a yeah. very different way of, of appreciating that content. So what, what would you say is, is the difference between uh, digital magazines that are out there and yours? And what, what started you to go off on, on going on a printed version when everybody else says, you know, print is going out of business kind of whatever and, and everybody's online? Yeah. Were you, were you concerned that this would not work as well as it, as it really does in, in oh. terms of a printed versus digital? Well, we happen to be, uh, we're, we're a group of four and we, two of us have had a very long relationship and history of working with print. Okay. And it's just something that we love. 
And, you know, I, I love digital too. But for me, there's something so visceral and special about opening the pages of real yes. paper and all yes. those senses and the smell and the sound and, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that stuff that really connects emotionally with people. And we were I, kind of keen to see if that, that, that would work. I'm, I can I can totally understand it. I'm a, I'm a magazine snob still with subscriptions, and I've all I've done this all my life. I think it's, it's yeah. really getting that next issue in your hands, and you can flip through versus having it on your phone and just scroll through. It's like just another website. There's there is yeah. a difference in that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there is okay. there is a big difference. And and again, you know, the four of us we'd all had we were having these discussions about how when we were younger. Um, I don't know if you know if you know very much about a magazine called The Face. Um, and it was a, a big UK trend style magazine that came out when I was about 16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can remember the excitement about that. And that's yes. what I'd like to try and recreate now with, with the magazine that we're now working on. I'd like there to be that sense of excitement that people open it and they're going to really discover stuff and go out there and just live their life more through these discoveries yeah it's it's you know it's like for me personally when i heard about the magazine and like i didn't know where this came from but then suddenly i first i heard about it and then i've seen all those selfies show up yeah and i said okay i want a copy so i went on and they said well it's right before it was sold out and then it said uh, the shipping is 25 bucks or something to the US. Yeah. I said, you know what? In two weeks or something, I'm going there anyways. Yeah. How, how about I just, uh, I just wait and I get my copy then? I will save you a copy. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just, I just ordered mine. How about that? Thank you so much. <laughs> that's, that's one of, one of my, and that's why I wanted to have you on the, on the show here too, yeah. is th- how you preliminary what is your vision on this do you want to stay in the uk do you want to spread out to the us what what is your train of thought there i think we want to reach we have we have shipped um with this first issue we did do some shipping to to the us to canada to south africa to australia so we had quite a wide reach but of course it is an expensive you know shipping is expensive um Ideally, in the future, we would get some distribution deals internationally. Um, yeah, but even even as you said, you know, people read it like a book, and it's a it's something to look forward to. Then I yeah. believe once you have your first one and you start appreciating it, you're just gonna you're just gonna basically not care and and just order it and wait for it, regardless of the shipping. And it's it's going to be a quarterly publication, so it's not. You know, it's not going to be that you're having to lay this out every month. This is going to be oh, something. Oh, but it's monthly. See, no, 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 no. We're 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 um, committed to quarterly. Again, because I just I think there's so much in the magazine, and there certainly will be in future issues. That mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it's something that's going to be savoured, and I think it needs some some time to actually to go back and look at it and reread. And so yeah, it'll be quarterly. Yeah. Perfect. So you just published your first issue. The first issue is out. What was that about? And what is the next one going to be about? Okay. So the first issue was very much a kind of trial for us. We had no idea how it was going to be received. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I will let you into a little bit of a secret. We had no real plan for it either. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds just like me. I go with the flow, but it always comes out perfect. We did. We went with the flow and we didn't 
we we were very very lucky that we've had we have loads of friends who are writers and who are photographers and who are brilliant artists and they were happy to help us out with contributing with contributing to the magazine so we kind of took what we could get <laughs> you know we did we weren't and luckily it all came together really well so in terms of the theme there wasn't really a theme for this first issue okay um and in actual fact we have now gone back and we've we've looked at this issue and what we've realized is actually what we've got here are two magazines okay. um and so in actual fact what's really been amazing from this experience is that's exactly what's going to happen going forward in the future there will be there will be two magazines in this really interesting emerging market for for print publications for the over 40s beautiful so the next your next issue is going to be about what you well do you, are you going to have a theme or or how so, is the next one going to go so my next uh, well it won't actually be my next issue in fact because it will kind of be you know in a way, a new magazine, which will have okay. emerged from this. But, okay. but the, the magazine that I am currently already working on and that I've got people submitting to me already and I'm organising photo shoots and stuff, um, that will be very much arts, culture and fashion, which is my background. My background's fashion. Um, uh, perfect. Yeah, so that, that will be the focus for me. And what I'm really keen to do is to, to kind of promote dialogue. All right. Hi. <laughs> we got cut off. Yeah. Uh, you just mentioned your background was in arts, culture and fashion. Yes. Okay. So that that's kind of where my the, my interests lie, mm -hmm. but added to that, um, I am also a psychodynamic counsellor, and I have um, a master's degree in positive psychology. So I kind of bring both of those strands together in the magazine. I'm I'm very interested in how we can live the good life and how arts and, and culture and fashion can lead into that i love that yes so your vision going going forward with this how how can you are you bringing in in and to support that vision and to down going down that line how do you yeah. select how do you bring, bring people to the table that contribute to that vision to uh, to the magazine to the issue yeah Okay, so, I mean, again, for me, I think it's very much about conversation. And, you know, just like the kind of conversations we're having this right. evening, yes. this morning for you, um, you know, we, we kind of go about our life, don't we? And we meet these like-minded people and we're suddenly having these kind of conversations. And, and people seem incredibly keen to be part of this new way of looking at ageing. And I think that's very much probably what you're finding with with the work you do too. You know, there's it's there's suddenly a, almost a sense of a movement um, around looking at dispelling these the mythology of aging. Um, yes. Yeah. 
there's, so a, I, there's, yeah, there's a certain shift. There's certainly a shift there, yeah. and how we how we look at that. Now, funny enough, we just uh, started some apparel for the for the faces of silver with our uh, the shirts for the women, and we put right. on we printed on the movement faces of silver the movement on the bottom. Yeah, and the first feedback or the only fe- well, everybody loved it, and then I got some feedback that said. Uh, I'm just me, and uh, why am I part of a movement? It's not a movement. I just really wanna wanna stand for for what it is. It, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't have to be a movement. So I think there is that shift where people start owning that and not going like, okay, I'm fifty fifty plus. I'm turning gray. I'm invisible. Mm. So so yeah. I I noticed that a lot in my work. Yes, beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a need to look at these ideas from lots of different perspectives and angles. And perhaps as we are, you know, let's hope by our age, we're all relatively emotionally secure and emotionally uh, intelligent. And, and we can have these kind of conversations where we don't have to agree with each other, where we can say, yes, your point of view is fantastic. And that's brilliant that you're able to do that. It doesn't, it doesn't work for me, but that doesn't mean that, that necessarily I'm saying you're wrong and I'm right. And I think that to me is, is one of the benefits of growing up a little bit more, that, that we can see that and we can appreciate that in other people. Coming together on, and, and starting a conversation with, and, and I'm really appreciating, the, appreciating that part, Especially, yeah. especially coming from uh, or living in a in a country in a place where we have so much division these days yeah. politically, where and what's politically correct and what's not, nobody's really talking anymore. Yeah, and and voicing their opinion. Yeah. Just the other day, it's happened now two or three times. I've come across a project on Facebook. I'm I'm not very much on Facebook. I just post my stuff and then I'm off of it. Yeah, it's not. It's certainly not my favorite platform. But uh, there's there's some people on it that started something that's called the Nantucket Project, a neighborhood project. Mm-hmm. And it's just where people come together in groups of I don't know a dozen people or whatever in different places, uh, different towns, different cities across the country and start. I don't really know yet how it works. I've just seen short little clips yeah. where people pick up conversation and where people really sit down at somebody's homeless and start to talk again. Yeah. We've totally, we've totally lost that. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really fond of of that movement. If you want to call mm-hmm. it a movement, yeah. it shouldn't be a movement. It should be a well. This is how society works. Yeah. So we think, but with all this digital and internet and whatever, we totally got away from that. One of the aspects that I'm quite keen to uh, explore with the magazine actually is this idea of of kind of recreating salons if you like so you know these spaces where people can come together and have these kind of conversations and you know be curious be really curious about how other people are doing things in their life and how other people are thinking and feeling and one of the tendencies you know with with Facebook and with social media platforms is that we only ever encounter people who think the same way that we do and I think that's so limiting and I think you know it's so important that we keep this flexible mindset as we age especially you know it it can be even more of an issue as we get older but this maintaining this sense of curiosity and this flexible mindset I think is so vital 
to aging well? Well, I'm I'm saying like for speaking for myself, <clears throat> excuse me, is the older I get, well, A, I've never been as happy and, and content in, with any age as I am now. We, we yeah. really get into a place where we start to get settled, settled in our opinions, settled in, our, in the way we live. We're not edging and and defending and all that anymore it becomes it becomes much more you know as you said curiosity i call it childlike curiosity what else is out there what's what's left what what else can we explore yeah in in a vulnerable and authentic way if i'm if i whenever i say vulnerable here in the society i live in here people cringe and they go like vulnerable we don't want to be that and i say you know what vulnerable is really the, just the best place to be it's the if we if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable yeah. a we're in control we think we are not but it's the opposite it's the only place where we can uh, really grow where, where growth can happen because if you're yeah. locked up and defending nothing is going to grow you can't get any other different perspectives you're not open to that yeah so it's really this this childlike uh, you know this awe i Well, here we are again, and I think um, I have to approach this differently because that's the second time we are getting cut off today, and it yeah. keeps happening at every show. So, how can I make this? I don't know, maybe not fun, but not look at it negative anymore. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm going crazy with this. Well, uh, okay. So, how about this as a suggestion? Yes. That um, actually, what it allows you to do is employ more creativity. So, actually. In finding the solution to this little problem, mm-hmm. um, it's actually giving you an opportunity to explore your creativity. I love that. So now I need to go back to the drawing board and think about it and see what I can come up with. See? <laughs> Indeed. See? Thank you. That's okay. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Where were we at? Yes. This new sense of where we can, where we can create uh, communities and or, or places yeah. and spaces to to learn and exchange so i really yeah. like what you what you mentioned there yeah so so i'm very keen on having this i say this idea of a salon i think um will be something salon uh, was, no. was this something that that existed uh, uh, in in the past in, in a physical yes. form or what i've never yes, heard of this it, it was um I, I mean i think it was a pretty certainly a european tradition <laughs> Mm-hmm. whereby and I, I kind of see myself as this um, figure floating around in a long frock offering <laughs> people yes and, um, filling my home with artists and intellectuals and philosophers and thinking great thinkers so <laughs> yes it was rooted in the past you know this yeah this reminds me of turn of the century early you know 1900 something with uh, in, in Vienna, Prague, Budapest, those areas yes. where, where really the intellectual scene was thriving, yeah. music, music scene, art scene was like yeah. amazing. I love yeah. this idea. Yeah, I think there's, and there's also, I've always been incredibly fascinated by the whole existential Paris set. So Simone mm-hmm. de Beauvoir, Jean-Paul Sartre, and those kind of guys. So I think if I can, if I can somehow merge the two, um, that that would Excellent. be my ideal. 
I I love this half half the year. But how do you see this? Do you see this in a physical form first and foremost, or do you think there could be a, a virtual forum online, something where you bring people together, maybe for example from from different areas of different continents and different viewpoints? Like for example, when I traveled for the Faces of Silver project the last two years. Uh, people have a totally different attitude in, let's say, Amsterdam versus in Sydney yeah. versus in Los Angeles, and that's what I'm trying to bring together those different yeah. those different aspects, like to to get yeah. a different uh, different perspective. Yeah, I mean, I think that is really interesting to see how different cultures and environments and different societies are looking at these ideas in different ways, mm-hmm. and how we can bring those together to actually generate really interesting solutions um i do see it from a kind of local position initially where it would be a physical concept but of course there's no reason why this couldn't work digitally um at the moment i have a a facebook group that concentrates on positive fashion um, and it's called wearing well-being and i have members from all over the world and they're all they're having all these discussions about how they dress and their connections and relationships to right to could fashion. could you could you repeat that uh, that uh, that group's name again i think it was yes. cut off a little bit yeah sure so it's um it's a group on facebook and it's called wearing well-being beautiful now we got it excellent yeah so you know that what it's been really interesting for me to actually see how that group has evolved and to see how incredibly supportive people who who don't know each other who are on opposite sides of the world and and opposite sides of style you know this isn't about people all looking the same this is about people actually embracing other people's sense of self individuality and encouraging and being enthusiastic about that and that's been lovely to see Beautiful. All right. Before we are before we are cutting off here, the yeah. the next issue is coming out when and how can people find it for for those who've never heard about it? Where can they find okay. it? Where can they purchase it? So um, this is all a little bit vague at the moment, as we're still in very early stages of the next of of the issue that I'm going to be of the magazine I'm going to be working on. Yes. Um, it will be available online. It will be available certainly in the UK in magazine stores. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it will also be available internationally in magazine stores. We'll have to see about that. Very cool. But, but online, um, yeah, there'll be, it'll be easy. It, the, the easiest way to connect with me really is through Facebook and through my Wearing Wellbeing group and all of the details of what I'm doing will be on that group. Okay, perfect. That was my next question. How, if, what are you for for people who wish to contribute, for people who really have content to contribute? Yeah. How can yeah. they best find you and have, how can they hook up with you? That was that was yeah. my last question. I mean, people can. I, I'm I'm so I'm so happy for people to submit ideas and pitches to me, and if they want to do that, they can um, email me, and my email address is Rebecca at wearingwellbeing.com. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, as I otherwise, yeah, c- come join the conversations on my Facebook group, and um, and we'll we can take it from there. Uh, Rebecca at Wearing Wellbeing. So the minute I hang up here, I'm going to scoot over there and I'm going to check it out because I've heard sure. about it. I come across, but I've, I don't think I'm a member yet, and I want to know what's going on over there. Okay. 
<laughs> Rebecca, thank you so much for being on today. I was about to say thank this morning. You. I just keep it as as today. So it's morning here, it's evening yeah. there, which keeps it interesting, don't you think? Okay. <laughs> I love this. I love so this. International. If you enjoyed today's episode, which I hope you did, it, uh, I always love it when new projects come together like this. Somebody with a magazine, with a vision in, in a darn day and age when we think, you know, all the printed versions are going out, they prove us wrong. They prove to us that content is really what counts. So I, I really enjoy this and I hope I see the, the, the next uh, issue really soon. Um, how can you find out more about Faces of Silver? You can go to facesofsilver.com. Uh, there you see um, all kinds of links, one for the for the ebook, one for the um, crowdfunding for the printed version of the book, uh, and various links for the, all the apparel that we have now. We have our shirts, women's shirts in uh, white. We also got them in, in black. The first batch shipped this week. We are working on camis. Of, I don't know if I pronounced this right. Those are those little t-shirts with those spaghetti string, spaghetti strings on top. Well, that's what I call them at least. Uh, we have baseball caps coming and we have little summer shorts coming. So stay tuned, uh, scoot over there, uh, see what's going on there, follow us, subscribe to our email list and be sure to, be, uh, to tune in again next Friday, 10 o'clock Pacific with yet another interesting and uh, so such motivating guest. Thank you.